When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's all the many things the Steelers have to fix in order to beat the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. Here's your keys to a must-win game. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Another Steelers game, another predicted shootout, this time against the one and three but dangerous Atlanta Falcons at 1 p.m. Sunday at Heinz Field. To win, the Steelers have work to do on both sides of the ball. Lots of work. Let's start with the bigger of the two Pittsburgh problems, the defense. How bad has it gotten in the once proud Steel City? They've gone from calling the D the still curtain to the yield curtain. Ouch. So what's Allen the Steelers' D? Better question is, where to begin? So how about up front with the Steelers' pass rush, which has been inconsistent at best in 2018? Perhaps the biggest Steelers star who needs to step up here is defensive end Stephon Tuitt. Alex Kazora with SteelersDepot.com writes, the Steelers should post his picture on milk cartons in the Pittsburgh area because Tuit, once a rising star signed to a big contract, is MIA of late. Quote, after playing all of last season with a torn biceps, this season was supposed to be a breakout year for Tuit. Finally healthy and alongside linemate Cameron Hayward, many were eager to see what Tuid could do with all the stars aligning in his favor. So far, the results have been disappointing. A quarter of the way through the season, the 25-year-old defensive end has 15 tackles and zero sacks. Unquote. Kazor concludes this way, quote, For a player who signed a six-year, 50 million contract extension just last season, Tewitt is nowhere near playing at a a $50 million level, unquote. But Tewitt isn't the only one. T.J. Watt needs to register some sacks against teams not named the Cleveland Browns. As Kazora tweets tartly, quote, Watt's career sacks versus Cleveland is six in three games. Versus everyone else, number 90 has just four sacks in 16 games. Sacking only Cleveland quarterbacks isn't going to cut it, TJ. The lack of a consistent Steelers pass rush has led to big pass plays downfield. And here now, quarterback Matt Ryan comes in, having been slinging the football all over the field to a group of talented wide receivers. To stop him, everyone in the Steelers' secondary, not named Joe Hayden or Mike Hilton, must step up. As Kuzora notes, opponents' QB rating when targeting Hayden and Hilton is a modest 83.1. But when QBs go after all the other Steelers' DBs, 
that rating swells to a lofty and lose-worthy 128.5. Soft up front and soft on the back end is a good way to lose football games in the NFL. Bob Labriola with Steelers.com tweeted his own recipe for fixing the Alling Steelers D and saving the season. Quote, start with two cups pressure on the passer. Add one cup of red zone defense and two heaping tablespoons of takeaways. Unquote. Sounds about right, Bob. But the high-flying Steelers offense was supposed to put up enough points to overcome the team's defensive challenges. Except this point-producing machine hasn't been firing on all cylinders. We talked earlier this week about the breakdown in big plays between Big Ben and Antonio Brown. But the major concern right now is a total breakdown of the Steelers' running game. Week one, James Conner ran wild in his NFL debut in place of holdout running back Le'Veon Bell. Since then, not so much. So is it just the Steelers missing their star, Bell? Offensive coordinator Randy Feekner says it's all on him for not allowing Conner to warm up and find a running rhythm in recent games. Indeed, NFL Network's D.D. Kinkawala said the Steelers looked absolutely disinterested in running the football these past three weeks. But she says Feekner tells her this will change starting Sunday versus the Falcons. Quote, quoting Fickner here, I probably just need to do a better job heating James Conner up. All good running backs, they need that rhythm, unquote. Yeah, it's nice to see the new offensive coordinator admitting his mistakes. But it's also troubling that Feekner has now conceded that he overused Connor in week one, and he's now acknowledging that he's underused him in every game since. These admissions prompted Simon Chester, editor with BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, to tweet, quote, So basically, basically Feekner has no idea how to use his running backs, unquote. Hey, it's almost as if the Steelers coaches forgot a basic rule of football. Namely, a good running game is a great way to shorten a game, limit the touches of the opposing offense, and take pressure off your shaky defense. Perhaps they will correct this come Sunday. If they don't, it's a big, big problem. Yet another high-scoring game could end in tears for the Steelers turning all of those twirling terrible towels at Heinz Field into crying rags for Pittsburgh fans lamenting a lost season. Yours truly will be there on Sunday, and I'll have all the late-breaking storylines from this must-win game in our post-game podcast that will be on the air Sunday evening. Till then, let's hope the Steelers fix their problems and they get that win so needed by clipping those Falcons' wings. That's your Steelers update for now. Come back daily for the latest on the black and gold. Sign up for the podcast at Amazon Alexa. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.